Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm John Adams. Why did I say that? I don't know. Tune in later when it's my media pick. Oh, good God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spoiler alert, his media pick is the miniseries. HBO series. John John Adams. Adams. (laughs) That we're almost done with. Now, here's the thing. I can't imagine how smelly people were back then. We talk about it all the time. It's just the truth. Just imagine how gross their nethers are. Oh, my God. And their breath. I'm guessing... Everything. Although they weren't eating the same stuff we are. I'm guessing if I didn't eat Fruity Pebbles for breakfast... Sure. My teeth wouldn't have... Yeah, but they were also eating, like, boiled raccoon and... (laughs) You know, were they? I don't know. Boiled raccoon, huh? <laughs> a lot of boiled meat back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, disgusting, yeah. stringy meats. Ugh. Also, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. You know how people didn't live very long back then, right? Well, John Adams did. He was one of the few. I think he made it to like ninety. No, ninety yeah. is not right. Eighty, I think. In any case, an old man. Yeah. And um, we were talking about the other night how. Someone like me would have been the definition of someone that would have died early. Just for the reason alone, due to my teeth. <laughs> I would have just died of an infection. Yeah. I, I suppose it would have just ripped my teeth out. I probably just would have had no teeth. And I would have just been walking around blind. Blind? Oh my gosh. The thought of not having glasses or contacts. Or you would have a pair of glasses if you're lucky. But they wouldn't do crap. they wouldn't do crap. No, there's no lens know. crafters or whatever it is you guys use he, now. He was 90, by the way. It is a thing. Is that 90s reference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lens crafters. He, he was 90? To 90? Wow. Dude. That's rare. Rare. Well, uh, how's everyone doing, Sarah? You start. I am doing very well. I have Good. today off work and ah, I'm enjoying day. my day so far. Mm-hmm. And I have my. Youngest with me today. She's in the living room hanging out with the kitties. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Hopefully they heard that. Um, she's getting her nose pierced. Yeah, we're going from here to go get her nose pierced. She's been wanting it for a long time. And I told her that we would do it for her birthday. But her birthday's in September. And she doesn't want to go back to school with a newly pierced. You know, that she wants sense. it to like heal. Yeah. I'm like, well... Why not? Why not? Who cares? Life's short. She's 14? Yeah, she'll be 15 in September. When do when do girls typically get their ears pierced when they're young? Uh, Very much varies, wildly. but... Like, Pretty young. I, I want to say I got mine done around six. Okay. And I know... Like, does our niece Natalie have pierced ears? Probably. She just got she them just pierced. She just did. Okay. Yeah, she's five. That's right. Not My right. mom wouldn't let me until I was 16. Really? Yeah. Wow. Surprising, huh? That is surprising. Connie, I wonder why. Our grandpa's girlfriend told me once that she well, she doesn't have her ears pierced. She only wears clip ons. She said it's because her mother told her that women who have their ears pierced are loose women. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's I'm like, amazing. Wow. Once you open up one hole, the rest just follow. <laughs> exactly. Every hole is fair game. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild to think how much things have changed. Yeah. I mean, like watching John Adams. It's based in the 1700s. Uh-huh. And yeah, just the, the like sensibilities of people. It's just so different. Yeah. You know, totally. your station on life meant everything and your mm-hmm. reputation. Well, and the world was just so small. So much smaller. Like you just, yeah. You didn't have access to anything outside of your small little bubble. And the way that like we're talking about the, the original 13 colonies... Even and, and then even after like America was founded, there was to them past that like New England was nothing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. It was just wild, right? You know, like settlers and Native Americans, but it was just a crazy place. Like, yeah, people just didn't go out there. It was like the wall in in totally. Game of Thrones. You yeah, know? it's unknown territory. Totally. And there's no way of knowing it without going in yeah. head first. And there's a lot of fear. Like Thomas Jefferson was really worried that other countries were there will be other countries. It would be like Europe, mainland right. Europe, where there was French owned Louisiana, which was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and Germany owns Texas and 
that's that's the way it was going. So it was really smart of our first few cabinets of government to go and buy a bunch of states and make them America. It was a crazy time back then, and um, here we are today. <laughs> Fast forward to 2022. And today, for you, is July 11th. Happy yes. birthday, Sarah. It's my birthday! Ah! I'm living in the future! So you're 32. Right. Turning 32. Yeah, turning... 22. Oh, 20. I yes, was off by I'm 10 turning years. 22. Okay. Yes. Cool. My daughter's 21. I'm turning 22. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, yep, that, yep. The math lines up. Totally, totally. Ashley, how you doing? How's the garden? How's the farm? How's the stuff? Um, my fresh batch of worms arrived today. Yay! Well, Did you name thing. all of them? No. Oh. But they all arrived safe and wiggly and happy. Red yeah. wigglers? Yep. Yeah. If you live in the beaverton oregon general suburbs of portland area stop on by this fall ashley's growing some pumpkins yep Ooh. should be pretty cool yeah i can't wait we'll definitely be doing some kind of ridiculous photo shoot won't we yeah a little oh, pumpkin yeah. patch out front good perfect um, how about you I, james oh well i am good thank you for asking yeah uh, <laughs> that was really smooth transition um no i'm doing good it's it's one of those like uh i feel immense pressure and stress of running my own business but then i have to slap myself right in the you know what because face or the other thing knee uh, i was thinking my elbow okay but yeah it's interesting that's where your head went mm-hmm. <laughs> my knee <laughs> pervert it's <a> knee slapper <laughs> yeah uh, you know it's just one of those like what do i have to complain about you lunatic just think back a handful of years ago getting up early to cover concrete pours and I, what what am i complaining about there's nothing to complain about it's just a lot of work and it's, it's a, a lot, lot of stress because yeah it is on you it's just on me and there is no off you know i take a vacation it, it doesn't mean anything Mm-mm. there is no vacation right i just go somewhere else physically and, and then you're i still ignore working. a bunch of stuff and i am still working yeah <laughs> and anytime i want to not work i just ignore stuff mm-hmm. and then it just piles up and people get mad at you. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, you know, whatever. It can be a lot worse. It's just one of those days, too, it seems. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of seem a little overwhelmed. It just happens. Yeah. Just one of those days. Limp Bizkit song. <laughs> Feeling like a freight train or something like that. What does he say? Ashley, you're good with lyrics. I know she knows this song. I know, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, she she's does. not going to do it, she dude. She just gave you that look like, don't you dare call me a little biscuit fan yeah <laughs> just want to break stuff or something <laughs> stupid chorus goes. he's just gonna say it wrong until you uh-huh. fix him yep <laughs> that's my that's my trick i uh, hear something off in the distance oh. it's just in it's 80 and partly cloudy at not disneyland and it's 83 degrees and sunny at disneyland Woo. hey this is a beautiful time of year here. I don't want to be anywhere else during the summer. I don't I either. Love it here. Yeah, same. Today, we're going to talk pirates' water. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. Pirates water specific. Pirates' water. The smell of it. The magic behind it. Ooh, they keep trying to do candles and stuff that it just doesn't work. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. Well, what is that smell? It's unmistakable. Mm-hmm. You go in there, it smells like pirates. Yeah. Is it dead bodies? It might be. Hmm. It might be. You know that skull is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fireflies are actually... Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like pool water. It's definitely not like a river kind of a smell. No. Some people have posited some theories online. Some of the various theories include gunpowder. Oh. Um, okay. Sense. So Disneyland is known for infusing scents into the air throughout the parks. So that does track. Um, someone else thinks that the Blue Bayou plays a part. Huh. Uh, but that's ridiculous because it doesn't smell like food. No, no not at all. It doesn't. Um, and it's also, the smell is constant throughout. It's not during one part of the attraction versus another. Right. Which also rules out dry ice because there's the dry ice. Uh, parts of the ride. Well, hold on. Let me, let me interject here. Do you 
out of the three of us, do you guys think that it's an intentional smell? No. Because I never have either. Uh-uh. Like Main Street's clearly an intentional thing. We all know they do that. Yeah. But I just have it's always just assumed that it's like the yeah. smell of the building. Yeah, it's it's kind of a leeches into the water that's been there for a long ass time. Yeah, There's the... definitely some intention that went into it. I will say that. Okay. Spoiler alert. <gasps> a little bit. More okay. than you probably gave it credit. Okay. Mildew. Like yes. you just said. Yeah. Mildew. That's, that's kind what of I was my thinking. assumption. Yeah. yeah. Everything is damp, it's a water ride. Yeah. But the real answer as written on the the whiteboard, okay. the blackboard, is bromine. Bromine. Okay, so we are not chemists. No. And she has the chemical, what is that called? The, the chemical... Periodic table. Number? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. The, the square BR. that has the BR, like Breaking Bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all she had for today's show. And James and I were trying to make it be bromium. Bromium. Yeah. Bromium. That's a real thing, right? She's like, that's not... That's it's not it. bromine. <laughs> Got it. So... What did you say? I already forgot what you said about bromine. That they... So she didn't. There are two chemicals that people use to keep water clean. One is chlorine and the other uh, is bromine. Okay. Okay. So they're both chemicals. They're situated very near each other on the periodic table of elements. They are halogens and can be very dangerous in their elemental state. But the versions that we use to clean our pools and spas and water rides sometimes are chemical compounds. Uh, Bromine is far too reactive to exist as a free element in nature. It's most commonly found in two components, sodium bromide and potassium bromide, which are found in seawater, actually. Okay. Okay. There's a few differences between bromine and chlorine. They both kill bacteria and decontaminate water in similar ways. But when you add chlorine to your pool or spa... The chlorine molecules go to work attacking contaminants through a process called oxidation. Ooh. Fancy. This means that the chlorine literally steals electrons from whatever crap happens to be in the pool. Okay. Changing its molecular structure. Um, Through this chemical reaction, chlorine leaves behind a waste product called, called chloramines. And chloramines are what swimmers experience the itchy, dry skin, yeah. and the stinky smell that we all know as... That, that chlorine smell. Yeah. yeah. My favorite smell, smell in the world. It's actually... I love it. Me too. Yeah. It's actually um, the byproduct of That is the so action. funny. So you've got waste product from chlorine. So it's not chlorine itself that smells. It's the... The chloramines. Mm. Okay, it's so... The waste product of that cleaning well pirates definitely doesn't smell like a pool no no it doesn't smell like that chlorine Mm -mm. pool smell which i'm sure is precisely why they don't use it (laughs) right and it it actually it works in a different way which is why it doesn't have a smell like that uh bromine on the other hand works by a process called ionization it is the same basic idea bromine combines with a bacteria but Instead, it forces apart the chemical bonds of the gunk. So mm. instead of um, stealing electrons, it's just kind of like shattering them molecularly. Okay. So it's probably not super safe to swim in. It is. Okay. They both are. So I can swim in Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that what you're saying? I'm. Well, you could. You could. I'm guessing they wouldn't have water that was unsafe to touch your skin and then spray you with it. Right. That's a good point. Intentionally. That's a good point. In fact, bromine has a lower pH than chlorine. Okay. So keeping the water balanced is easier. Um, Mm. It works better because it doesn't die when it interacts with with bacteria. So chlorine actually only works the one time. Um, It attaches to the bacteria and the chemical and its new bond partner cancel each other out, and that's why you have to c- constantly re-chlorinate right. your water. I wonder why chlorine is the most commonly used thing then. We'll get to that. Oh. So, like I said, chlorine is a fast-acting chemical. It rips through the crap in your water really quickly, and then it's done. Bromine is uh, a little bit more laid back. It's kind of a turtle or a tortoise in the hair mm-hmm. scenario. Um, they both work very effectively. It's just they work differently, and right. 
they both get to the finish line, but they do so at their own pace. So then does bromine, it takes longer to clean the water. Yes. But does it, it last longer too? Yes. Okay. Um, so they have different effects on people, which plays into why someone would want to use bromine instead of chlorine. Chlorine can be particularly harsh, especially for people with sensitive skin and eyes and those with breathing conditions. Mm-hmm. Um the chloramines that are produced can wreak havoc on these sensitive people. Uh, bromine is gentler on the skin. It is less abrasive, and the odor is not as strong. Hmm. It doesn't have the same likelihood to trigger asthma attacks, and it won't discolor your expensive new Disney merch. <gasps> ah, uh-huh. maybe that's part of it. The main reason that bromine isn't used as much as chlorine you're like, why wouldn't they just use bromine for everything? Yeah. That's it costs a lot more. Okay. That's, that was what I was expecting. Yep. Uh, depending on where you buy, it can cost anywhere from a few bucks more to potentially double the price of chlorine. Right, which adds up in a bulk thing. Yeah. Huh. But Disney this... will happily shill out money for things that work really well for Didn't them. Did we cover like the fireworks? Yes, exactly. $50,000 yes. 50, a night. a night. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you have information um, how long they've been doing this? Because from what I understand, the pirates smell, the pirates water smell phenomenon has been for a long time, right? I mean, as long as I've been aware of it. But how long? As I far as I know, it's that's always 60s been. it's a 60s ride? It's not an opening day ride, is it? No, no. it's like mid-60s, I want to say. Late mid. Late to mid. Because so... it was after Walt died. Right. Mm-hmm. Do people of that time period talk about pirates having a smell? Because it's such a thing. It is now. a thing. It's such a thing. It's like one of the first things you hear people talk about. I don't about, know. If know? we have any listeners that were in the parks at that time. I would love to know. Yeah, tell I us. I would love to know that. I'm guessing it's probably always been a thing, but people didn't really talk about it. And like with social media yeah. and the internet, you just hear everybody's opinions on everything. Mm-hmm. Um. But my guess is it was there. It just wasn't as big a deal. It was like you'd comment on it to the people you know. Well, and just safety regulations and things of that nature were so less. Right. Then. It may have taken someone swallowing a cup full of pirate's water and getting dysentery before. (laughs) Getting a rash on their skin. Yeah. Before they were like, oh, we should probably clean this stuff. Water. Um, So... So the intention there, part of it is that the lack of the smell, the lack of that chloramine smell, allows for all of the other scents that Disney Mm. incorporates to come through. It doesn't overpower them. Right. Okay. That's just an added bonus. But So why do we like it, though? That's the thing. Yeah. That is the thing. Is it just nostalgia, or is there actually, like... I, Science I, behind it. I think it is just nostalgia, personally, because it's not a great smell. Oh, I love it. Objectively, though? I think so. I'd need to smell it right now to tell you for sure. It's kind of musty. Yeah. Like. Dank. Dank. It's not, it smells like a wet room. I mean, is that a good thing? I, I think don't it's, know. I think it's just good because I hear the music and yeah. I, I know what's. You hear the parrot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Theme park tourist. You mean the, right? The the parrot that sort of sounded like the gates that they got rid of. Yeah. Why did they get rid of that sound? I don't know, but I can't do it because I can't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cute. Oh, it was like a little baby bird. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, theme park tourist. The um, website points out that Disney always makes an effort to engage all of the senses. They say, studies have shown that not only does scent affect things like your mood and your willingness to spend money, but also it is the strongest sense tied to memory. Disney realized that if the parks smell good and unique, you'll remember it. Uh, But the water ride smell has a practical reasoning behind it as well. Objectively, like James said, it's not a super pleasant smell. On its own, if you'd never encountered it before with no experiences. That's true. Yeah, I'm just it's not like it smells like roses. If or, I walked you know, into a grocery store and it smelled like that, you'd be I a little would concerned. be worried. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> something okay. spilled and yeah. they need to clean the, the something yeah, something's rotting in the ceiling is would be my assumption. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. 
Once you have all these memories that are tied up with the smell, you can't help but feel nostalgia the moment that you experience it. Because scent is so tied closely to memory, that same chemically dank smell becomes the most welcome smell in the world if you're riding Pirates of the Caribbean for the first time in years. Right. And you're never happier than when you catch a whiff of Splash Mountain when you're riding down it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It, and I mean, to that point, the the smell thing is so powerful and we associate smells with the park and other things we love to the to the to the degree that poop smell <laughs> and piss the sewer wafting of thousands of people's turds makes me happy i, I, I get it will a, not go that far but here's the but thing but i understand you walk past I do understand the bazaar yeah it makes me laugh in adventureland it doesn't make me like oh god this is disgusting it it makes me laugh because it's yeah. that spot well but what i'm saying is you you know you're at disneyland yeah when you smell a bunch of farts and peepee you go <laughs> cool i'm on vacation <laughs> <laughs> oh what a wild place. last time we were walking right through the gates and then like across the that first hub mm-hmm. and james is like mm, there it is there it is it just hit us like a yeah and it's it's in random spart sparts that's the word <laughs> sparks it's gonna say spaces and spots i guess parts? parts yeah uh there's a place like when you walk through the gate at the the not the hub but what, what do they call the the town square you know like where they do the flag ceremony to the yeah yeah Anyway, right around there, there's there's a couple sewers that if you catch it in the right time of day, yep. woo doggy. And, and it's, it's not like that the same in California Adventure. No, it's not. Because all of the plumbing over there is newer and <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't have yeah Sitting sewers on run through Main Sixty Street. years of yeah. poop. Oh man, it's great. <laughs> it's funny though because there are some scents from Disneyland that will hit me and like popcorn popcorn yeah popcorn to me i have had popcorn at the park maybe twice in my life it's not like a go-to for me, me neither. i i love popcorn i have like a serious problem i eat so Disneyland. much popcorn yeah but i i do though i smell it when no, i I'm saying when you, i'm there but it's and not then, a thing you go seek out no yeah. but when i smell it like in the movie theater mm-hmm. it's like oh i love that smell totally. and it's like but i'm not actually even gonna eat it i just I know that that smell to me is nostalgic, kind of like my youth. Yep. Reminds me of grandma, reminds yep. me of Disneyland. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of people try to recreate the smell mm-hmm. at home in soaps and candles, etc. Which is um, such a funny thing. Yeah. Especially that smell. Yes. <laughs> well, I've tried several and none of them are even close. Yeah. Maybe we should just try to leave out like a wet towel <laughs> yeah. for a while. Just soak it in bromine for a minute. Yeah, see if that does it. Um, so one of the articles that I found goes over this uh, vegan cruelty-free fragrance company based out of Sherman Oaks called Sirena. And they have a perfume called Dark Ride. Okay. It features smells of chlorinated water, fog, and a hint of mildew and damp ozone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, the creator, Killian Wells, the CEO of Zyrena, um, answered a few questions in this interview. So they ask... How would you how would you describe the smell of this fragrance? What were you trying to recreate as far as the particular smells of the pirates ride? <laughs> they responded, "I describe Dark Ride as a dark, cold scent. It smells like musty, chlorinated water and synthetic fog, like that fog yes. machine smell." Oh yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. My intent was to capture the smell of the chlorinated water, which is not accurate because it's brominated water. Yeah, come on, Killian. <laughs> come on. Uh, musty mildew. And the atmospheric damp fog in the air from the pyrotechnic and smoke effects. Right. That is a factor, actually. It is, definitely. But it's not a factor, I would say, when you first get on your boat. When you first get on the ride. It, it, it is a building, though. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure. And so the water is just circulating. It's wafting, and you're smelling it long before you're actually in that To scene. the point that it's a building, it's remarkable. I know we've touched on this a few times, but how remarkable it is how they deal with water. 
in mm-hmm. Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the river is one body of water, and that's impressive. They can drain it and fill it. And yeah. That's the whole thing. But, like, Splash Mountain. Remember, they have a huge basement yeah. reservoir room where they just dump all the water in. And it's just a dry ride at that point, And then they just fill it back up. And so it's so nuts. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And and all those rides, especially in Ventureland, Indiana Jones, it's all underground. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones runs under the train and goes, yeah. like, out into the, I guess that would be, like, the Esplanade area. Yeah. Like, on the way to downtown Disney, right? No, Indiana Jones goes into a, a rainforest in oh, yeah, probably right. Asia or something. That's a good oh, point. Yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. God, okay. James. Sorry. Um, <laughs> We're the magic for <laughs> So then they asked about this perfume, what's in it? Mm-hmm. They responded, the fragrance is comprised of about 30 different ar- aroma molecules used in perfumery. To get technical, a few ingredients include something, something. Two, I, I don't know science. Let me just say... Oh. Hey, chemistry hey, if you think was you don't one know of science, my first C's, dude, and mm-hmm. I did not get C's. I got a D in chemistry, and it was the happiest moment of my life because it meant I got to graduate. <laughs> hey, let's put it this way, guys. I never even took chemistry. I didn't get that far. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, I don't remember it. At but least. a good Maybe friend of mine is a chemistry teacher, and I've absorbed a lot from just being around her. So the oh. stuff is actually kind of making sense to me. Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, in that case, I'm going to have you read what this Oh, is. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Just that chemist. sentence that has all of the ingredients. Okay. Two comma six. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. To get technical, a few ingredients include two, six xylenol for a chlorinated, <laughs> almost medicinal note, terpenoline for the fog note with Coumarin and pentadecalactone for a bright earthiness. Dark Ride is a unique fragrance because people tend to either love it or are repulsed by it. But even some who think it's gross can't stop themselves from repeatedly smelling it. Pentadecalactone oh. is an aphrodisiac, which could than describe the additive nature. Sorry, the addictive nature of the perfume. Oh, that was a lot better than I thought you'd Good do. Good job. Good Thanks. job. Wow. Um, who typically buys this fragrance, they ask. Uh, the dark Dorks. ride, yes. The dark ride consumer varies. Some people buy it to bring back childhood memories, and others, like Disney fanatics, just love water rides and use the fragrance to feel like they're at the park all the time. I personally wear dark ride as a fine fragrance, though it can certainly be an acquired taste for some. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. I'd want my body yeah. to smell like it. No. I want a candle so I can light it and then put it out. Yeah. I don't want to be trapped in it. I kind of, I don't know if I want that smell outside of the park. You know, because it's... Your purist. Kind of, yeah. I just want, you know what? Yeah. I don't want my house to smell like it. I don't want anything else to, I just want to be able to you smell it. You just want to be able to access it. I just want to know that someone did it. Oh, you know what right, I mean? right. They, they nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. If anyone has tried Dark Ride, let us know, please. Um, so <laughs> there was another article, a Photos article, written by Audrey Farnsworth, where she did an experiment. And okay. she says, I was lucky enough to snag a sample of Dark Ride. In order to conduct research for this article, I wore this fragrance for a week at the request of my editor. And then there's an asterisk. And this is what happened. Editor's note, this was never requested. <laughs> Day one. My coworkers immediately asked me not to wear this again to work because Amazing. we are an extremely close and controlled environment. <laughs> Day two. I wore the perfume again, thinking maybe no one would notice. What is that smell? One of my coworkers <laughs> asked about 45 minutes later. I don't know, I said I convincingly. Know. She stared at me. You're wearing that perfume again, aren't you? No. Yes, you are. Uh, I'm not. Audrey, stop it. Everyone was mad at me for the rest of the day. Day three. (laughs) (laughs) I put a little bit of the perfume on. 
I made it to about 2 p.m. without anyone noticing the smell because I avoided going near anyone. But then the same coworker from the day before caught me in the kitchen as I was making my lunch and said, it smells like mildew in here. <laughs> I just stared at her and she said, dang it, Audrey. I you smiled and she walked away angry again. <laughs> wow. Day four. <laughs> My coworkers made me promise to stop wearing this fragrance to work. <laughs> Apparently, it was really upsetting everyone, and not just in a funny way, but in like, like this a, is a thing now. Please don't make our office smell like a water ride with mildew on it. An because, HR thing now, for sure. Because apparently, an office is not the best place to wear this fragrance. You have you been warned. <laughs> I just got wow. on that website to see if I could purchase Dark Ride the fragrance. Um, it's $68 a bottle. <gasps> Holy crap. And they Holy don't sell crap. it in a smaller bottle. So I'm not purchasing it. How but big no. is the bottle? Too big. But if it was just like a little sampler for 10 bucks, I totally would have bought it right now while we're recording. Yeah, they got to figure that out. Here's the thing. If you really we'll want to recreate the, the smell at home, you could get close if you have, like, let's say you have a hot tub. Uh-huh. You could use bromine in your hot tub instead of chlorine mm-hmm. and just pay more for it and have sure. a fog machine and have over a the fog top. machine and maybe like a little bit of like gunpowder smell yeah and you it, could that, like some like cap guns yeah. shoot farting. each other in the hot tub with cap guns there you go with a fog machine this yeah. sounds epic yeah just that to, would be worth doing yeah, yeah. just try if, see if you can do it yeah it won't last though Everyone Which will hyperventilate because it'll be like <laughs> trying to sniff for it's it. It's almost there. Maybe pass out. <laughs> um, so as a little bonus, uh, I also want to talk very briefly about the color of Disney water. Oh. Um, so two people chimed in on this subject on um, like a, a forum that I found. The color. So, I'm to, do you guys think it has a color? It does. Scientifically. I didn't wow. know that. Huh. It's because it they're very dark. they're very good at what they do. Uh-huh. Is it darker? Yes. Okay. Um, so one of them is Alan Miller, who is a member of Disney Vacation Club and an annual pass holder. He says, Disney dyes the water for a very good reason, to maintain the magic. The several water rides, such as Jungle Cruise or the Liberty Bell Riverboat, although appearing to be fl- free-floating boats, are actually on the fixed tracks. Oh, right. They're a lot darker. The dyed yeah. water helps to conceal the tracks in the relatively shallow waterways. Of course, it's yeah. quite obvious that the boats are not free-floating if you pay attention to the Jungle Cruise skippers as they randomly spin their non-functioning wheels. Yes. Yeah. You just burst my bubble right there. <laughs> um, on some rides, the watercolor is unnecessary since the ride is in a darkened show building, Hence, Pirates of the Caribbean, Small World, the Grand Fiesta Tour, Frozen, etc. Okay. Those don't need to be colored. So it must be hmm. dyed with something that doesn't stain. Yes. Um, so Eric so Mueller... Rivers of America is dyed too? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a track there. Yeah. Um, Eric Mueller, who is a Disney fanatic who says he's visited over 200 times, says... Um, Disneyland uses greenish dyes called Aqua Shade and Aqua Shadow. Okay. Uh, they are commercially available. You can buy them and tint your own body of water at home. Some people have. It <laughs> causes... Hey, your parents could do that. Oh, wait, they don't have water anymore because they had that raccoon that kept eating their fish. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's such a great oh. video. <laughs> um, it causes water to appear blue or greenish blue due to the interaction with, uh, between the dye and what's in the water, as well as the way that the light reflects on the water. Um, there are several reasons for Disney to do this. One is to help prevent organic plants from growing in the water. Mm. Aquashade is actually marketed as a product specifically designed to screen out or shade the parts of the sunlight spectrum that are specifically required by aquatic plants and algae, mm. thus effectively inhibiting photosynthesis in young bottom growth. Interesting. Yes. So it keeps the water cleaner, too. Yes. Um, It also makes it so that the surface of the water doesn't look gross from all the dirt and crud floating around. Um, It it makes the water opaque so that you can't see junk people that have thrown in. Mm -hmm. Um, And hides, obviously, the tracks, machinery, spray nozzles, swan poop, other parts of the magic. Bodies. 
dead bodies. bodies. Yes. And to disguise the depth of the waterways because many of the water channels, like the Castle Moat, are actually way more shallow than you would guess. Right. Yeah. He says, incidentally, if I recall correctly, all of the outdoor waterways, like the Rivers of America, Storyland Canal Boats, and the Moat, are all interconnected. Mm. Uh, this explains why the water color is uniform almost everywhere See that you look. again? What's all connected? Rivers of America, Storybook Land Canal, and the Moat. Are all connected? They're on what does an, that mean? an like open this... loop where they're all connected on the same water loop. So when you drain Rivers of America, Storybook Canal drains, that, they, they don't mean that. This Maybe. might, I don't know. Well, or, there's no way, because we've seen. Yeah, or you know, they have, you know, dams, off. basically. Yeah. Right, little block-off points. This is Eric Mueller's huh. um, expertise, so. That's really cool. I take no responsibility. We don't know if Eric Mueller knows what he's talking about, but he sounds like he does. He does. That sounds. I do know that there's, so there are places that are on, like, shared loops, and then there's, like, closed loops, like, Pirates is its own. Splash Mountain has its own. You don't have a map of Disneyland in here. That is, How is that even possible? Somehow don't. Highly embarrassing. Posters <gasps> and pictures and. I mean, we have maps. Up. They're just not displayed. Right. Huh. Yeah, no, we, I... need a, we need a good map. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I brought over that Disneyland map book, right? Is it still here? I'm sure. I don't know. You've seen this room. It's chaos now. My brother-in-law gave it to me for Christmas a couple years ago, and it is so cool. I'm looking at a picture on Google Maps, and I see Rivers of America. It's not connected where you can see that it's connected. I was wondering if you could, but no. But hmm. even if it's not, it's not physically connected. You're saying the, the like the system mm-hmm. that they the control the plumbing system. basically right. is connected. Yeah. I was actually thinking like you walk over little bridges all yeah, over the do. place. Yeah. Maybe it's all connected where you can actually see that it's connected, but I don't see that. Anyway, um, to this point where they, they change the color of things often in Disneyland, you know, the, what do they call it? The, like the green, the Disney green. What yeah. They, what the do they call green. that? The invisible green or. I don't know what they call it, but yeah, there's a word for it. That specific shade. Uh, go away. Green, go away. Green it's or. Called- no seam green. Okay. So they paint a lot of things in that color. Mm-hmm. You know, posts and uh, that stuff. Yep. You know, just utilities and things of that nature. Or like uh, posts that hold lights and speakers. And, and it's everywhere. Like, look in this picture. How many? Yeah, totally. And it, I think it does subliminally work. But anytime someone points it out to me, I think, well, that doesn't like... Because you've made a common ash how that doesn't really work on you. That it doesn't, like, blend things in. But I think it does. If it was white, you'd notice it <laughs> You would more. notice it more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just interesting. How, it doesn't how make much the thing disappear entirely, no. but you look past it. Exactly. You look past it, your sight line is on... Something brighter. Something cooler and... Yeah. Fantastical. 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 <laughs> Um, my sources were photos, Poolonomics. What? Um, MickeyBlog. <laughs> yeah. And okay. I read it. Yeah. Uh, theme park tourist and TexasHillCountry.com. Cool. Well, cool. Thanks for the research, Ash. Yeah, that was actually really interesting. I know. Th- when you first started talking about it, I was like, how is this going to be a whole episode? Yeah. I don't even understand, but. There's so much that goes into this There's always so much. Well, yeah. and that particular topic is something that you hear disney fans talk about all the time mm-hmm. it's, it's a very common what is that smell what the heck is that smell and why do i love it so much it? yeah that's crazy. now we know so there you go pirates is open again by the way oh i just didn't opened know it, it was closed yeah, it was closed for a while it's open though and apparently the queue is better from right here they have two lines that kind of snake in and out because they took away the uh, Tarzan tree. They did? Sorry, this was... Yeah. No. Yeah, it's gone. No. Gone, gone. There is no Sarah's tree. Sarah's heart just broke into a million pieces. Well, you really are me. falling apart. Yeah, it's, it's been gone for maybe a month now or something. Oh. Yeah. Last no, I'm time not we... following the park or anything for that mm-hmm. matter. 
you when was the last time you went in december with the mm-hmm. family i think when we went it was blocked off wasn't it i don't know it yes open. i was think it, it was yeah i don't know so anyway yeah yeah okay well shit that's uh <laughs> that's tragic it is but apparently it makes that adventure land oh for sure you know the what yeah. do they, some people call it many things the, the vortex of hell the, the <laughs> stroller hell nightmare stroller nightmare yeah there's yeah. never you can't get through it quickly you cannot no so hopefully that makes it better it closed down in september of last year whoa wow you're the tree you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah cool drew that wow out yeah. for a while wow, wow. <laughs> Okie dokie. He's landing something. <laughs> what the hell? Wow, wow. Beep, 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 beep. Let's Those start. are some pretty incredible sound effects. I yeah. felt like you were landing a, what was it? A let's, spaceship? Well, let's just start powering down the machine. Okay, okay. okay. Let's just take it down a, a bit. Uh-huh. And let's go into our weekly tradition of recommending some stuff that we're into. This week, I'm going to start with the obvious, how I started this podcast with John Adams, the HBO series from the mid-2000s, starring a very round Paul Giamatti. He's so round in this, and he's bald most of the time, so he's even rounder. He wears (laughs) wigs, to be fair. He's boning Laura Linney in a really uncomfortable way. Yeah. We're not really selling yeah, really it, though. Selling no. It no, I it's don't actually. Like Laura Linney. Yeah. I don't like her at all. Well, we have a joke. Um, what was it? It was like. It was a masterpiece theater masterpiece thing. Masterpiece theater. We kept seeing these ads. And Where she's like introducing she's it. She's introducing it, but she wasn't hi, ever in it. I'm Laura Linney. Uh huh. And so it became, hi, I'm Laura Linney, and I'm not in this. And I'm not in this. <laughs> So now if she's in something we watch. And I am in this. It's Laura Linney. And, and I, I am, am in, this. in this. Yeah. So she is in this. Okay. Um, it's incredible. And I can't think of a, a series or a movie that uh, covers the founding of our country this delicately and, and thoughtfully and detailed. It's incredible. Uh, there And tons of people are in it. It, it really is an impressive uh, thing. And it's like... An hour plus each episode, so they're kind of movies, and yeah. I think there's seven episodes, maybe more. Cool. It's incredible, and it and again, it starts prior to America being a thing. Yeah. And his cousin Samuel Adams was like um, a provocator, uh, revolutionary guy. Him and his friends, the Sons of Liberty, wanted to to poke the British. <laughs> they they were tired of it. And because of that, one thing led to another. And like, it, it's just such a, it's hard to imagine how, how divisive things were back then. Mm-hmm. Like Benjamin Franklin's son and him didn't speak for years because his son was a loyalist. He, oh, okay. he believed that we should stay with the British mm-hmm. at the time, the most, the superpower of the world. And, you know, it was really scary if we, so what does that mean? We succeed from them. And now we're a country in the middle of nowhere. Right. With no protection, no military, no bank, no anything. We have no clout in the world. And the level of sacrifice that that a handful of people did to make this stuff happen. I don't even, I don't just mean the war. That was its own thing. That was farmers and 10-year-old boys. Yeah. Like just people. Just average folk Mm -hmm. fought the world's greatest military superpower to ever exist. So it's pretty impressive. And like... John Adams alone, he was gone for like a decade in Europe to make treaties with France and and England and the Netherlands to get a line of credit from Holland. And because of his efforts, we became a country. And it's so crazy how long all of that took. Yeah. I mean, he he left when his kids were little. And by the time he got back, they were all adults. I'll have to watch that. It's incredible. I think I've seen like clips of it yeah it sounds familiar the paul giamatti part um between john adams thomas jefferson and benjamin franklin they went to europe a lot mm -hmm. and this was in the 1700s right that was a ship it was a ship and it was terrible yeah and john adams got shot at by a british ship on his way to europe (laughs) 
I mean, five of the people who signed the Declaration of Independence were killed mm-hmm. for being a traitor to, to Britain. And it's just, it was a wild time. Signing that thing was insanely dangerous. Right. And they all were like, okay, it's worth it. Let's do it. It was great. Yeah. I mean. To the, the sacrifice of his family yeah. most of the time. Most of the time. Right. Left his, his, his wife and children who all came down with smallpox and almost oh. died. And she was alone. My favorite part was the other day. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to my farm for yeah. for the season because it's it's yellow, yellow fever, fever season. season is approaching and we're having a wedding. He told George Washington <laughs> that because the capital was in Philadelphia at the time. And it, the, the amount of traveling stuff that these guys did was, was so impressive by horseback and boats. Yeah. Wild time. It, it's hard to really wrap your head around what it must have been like back then. Totally. Jeez. I know. I just am still... Josh and I talk about how thankful we are for running water. Oh, my like God. Indoor plumbing. Medicine. Yeah. Smallpox would have been eradicated with just some yeah. antibiotics. Well, there's that saying... Uh, I'll paraphrase it, but, you know, the idea that, like, the richest person in 1701 has it much worse than than like the middle class poorest person in America mm-hmm. today. Like by by leaps and bounds, it was a harder harder life. Well yeah. I you mean know. you had to do everything for yourself and yeah. Well, yeah totally. It's... Your teeth were falling out of your head if you were a king or not. Like right. you didn't have antibiotics if you were the ruler of the planet. It still didn't matter. Yeah. Oof. Pretty wild. Well, so yeah, check it out. Highly recommend it. My recommendation is a show on Netflix that my friend Morgan, she texted me. We were talking about something else. And she said, more importantly, have you binged behind her eyes on Netflix yet? And I was like, no, I've never heard of it. And she says, it's absolute garbage. You have to watch it immediately. (laughs) Um, I agree. It is a total mind fuck. It takes a while for you to kind of like care what's going on but i couldn't stop watching it i oh i binged the whole it's thing it's got that guy in like a day and a half the dude the guy ash you know the guy the guy that's in like stuff <laughs> i oh, wait, thought no. it was the guy from 50 shades of gray but i don't think it's the same guy uh, is it um okay is there like a twist to it or something oh yeah okay i think I'm... okay oh yeah is there an AI situation to it? Uh, no. Okay. But it is... But it's like a psych- psychological thriller yes. situation. And it takes a long time for it to actually get to that point where you're like, oh my God, what is going on? Everything I just watched is not what I thought was happening. Fun. It's off the rails. Love I love it. when it's series really It's a series? Yeah. I will say that there's some cheesiness to it and the acting isn't as good as it could be. Mm-hmm. But... But whatever. It's worth it. To yeah. get to the end and figure out what happened, it's... Okay. It's insane. Great. Yeah. Check it out. And the little boy in it, his name's Adam. He's freaking cute. Okay. I like cute Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Came out weird. Name a few of your favorite cute Adams. Uh... He has a few. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Savage. I not think of any. Our cousin Adam. Adam McKay. Our cousin Adam. Adam Gallo. I've never, have I met him? No, you haven't. <laughs> He's like a hunk of a marine guy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He looks pretty um, tasty. Wow. <laughs> That's your Continue. second or third cousin or first cousin. And a man. Twice removed or something. Yeah. And a man. I mean, that's the other thing about the past is how many cousins married each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, like, let's bring that back and you can find Adam out there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. My animal heroes of the week are I almost said hero of the week is but it's multiple it's all my new worms yay oh yeah <laughs> yeah they arrived and they're alive and I'm gonna so do my damnedest to not kill them all excellent that's amazing I even got them a new little habitat that's coming yeah I'm gonna do my best and they're gonna wiggle around and reproduce and poop and I'm going to use Are it you going to get them all scarf like the worm and labyrinth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hello. Hello. You just say hello. No. I said hello. Hello. But that's, that's close, close enough. enough. That just reminds me of Always Sunny. Verm hat. Verm hat. 
He's like, I don't know. Is that like a hat with worms on it? Or is it a, a worm that's wearing a hat? It's a worm that's wearing a hat. Worm hat. Worm hat. <laughs> and I think of Lowly the worm from, uh, what's it called? Richard Scary. All the is. Richard Scary books and. <gasps> don't know what that is. What? Lowly the worm. Come on. <laughs> Someone out there Someone's knows what I'm talking right. about. It's just your fever dream, Sarah. I don't know. It's real. real. It's real. Yeah, someone in the audience is listening. I'll show you, yes, but obviously you'll have to just wait until after. Okay. What? All right. Well, there you go. Sure, um, it's it's okay. No, I'm actually looking sure, it up right Sarah. now. It's, we Lowly, believe you. The worm. worm book. You're going to see it and you're going to immediately know what I'm talking about. Show us. Oh, I didn't want it to take me to Amazon. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I've never seen that in my life. Yes, you have. He looks familiar. It's a, it's a worm wearing a suit and a hat. He has one shoe too. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. <laughs> He's pretty cute. He kind of reminds me of the snake in the Disney movies. Yes, Sir Hiss. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, that's cute. for those of you at home. I will also add a photo of this worm that does exist there you it go. really does exist and we used to have a book that was like the busy world of richard scary and okay. it was like it's a cool last name just it was like a flip book there i don't even think there were any words you would just look at tons of pictures so of like these towns book. and yeah yeah okay it's like there was like a raccoon or a huh. something that was the main dude i don't know when you don't have kids if you the, your like knowledge of kid content really stops it when you were a kid well this was from when we were kids oh okay yeah okay because so often like parents friends oh, yeah. of mine are like well, like i don't know paw patrol no nothing about because i don't have a five-year-old one of my clients and, and good friends jay moss his kid is obsessed with um oh god it's not pop is it paw patrol is it like a car thing no paw patrols like dogs who are cops <laughs> and our friend summer that we grew up yeah, with her son is or at least was one of the voices of one of the oh the like really handsome young boy yeah the model kid i can't remember his first name is he single hayden i think it's hayden curry is he of age now no james stop it i mean can i hit her up you know what i mean hey deanna take all that out you know what i'm saying nope i'm leaving it in <laughs> all right let's let these people go they've been all patient all right enough. hey thanks for listening to another episode of disney dependent See you real soon! And happy birthday to me! Yay! You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles. And you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show. And we'll be back here next week. <laughs>